Okay. Um. Oh, excuse me for a moment. I just have to collect my thoughts. It's a, it's a whirlwind day, you know. <laughs> How are you? Um. If you, uh, in case you already didn't, didn't already know, this is the Jefferson Avenue Way Station. We're gonna cut right to it. We're gonna get right down to the meat of the matter. Um. Even though I do. Myself, uh, find myself tearing at the uh, threshold a bit. Um, you don't need to. You can come right in. You can make make haste, close that door. It's a little chilly out, and uh, avail yourself to this Mac Adams beer. It's um, it's the only product sold here, and this is the only place where it is sold. The one place where Mac Adams beer is dispensed for, uh, pardon me, anybody but the man who brews it. And you might guess the brew is named after him. He's the one person I'd say in a very long time who has taken a product and named it after himself. Not for prosperity's, prosperity's sake, uh, I don't know what posterity has to do with this. No, pros- not for prosperity's sake, because he doesn't care about that. He is a lone person all by himself, and uh, I like to keep it that way. I think uh, he represents something of an embarrassment of the human race. Not because of any physical thing, but because of his, I'd say, Cruel and antisocial behavior. A nasty man. But I've I've spoken over much about him at all. This is he has produced this one thing, Mac Ann's beer, that is positive, that is good. And uh we'll let it, leave it at that. I shall sustain his existence by uh you know procuring his beer. But I shall do nothing else. That that sounds cruel, doesn't it? Well, as I said, he's a cruel man, and I don't wish him to die. I don't wish him to suffer, but I can't prevent him from confining himself to a suffering existence. It's out of my it's out of my hands. I tried to help him, but uh, the man is uh, he's beyond help. He is determined to make every human being in his life a bar in his prison. Uh, but we all know that. Listen, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell that guy's story. I, I felt a little tug at the old magical lasso because I almost said another word than guy. Uh, but I, I, I don't. We don't swear around here. Actually, you could swear. You, you are free to curse. Um, just you do it in a nice way. Do it in like a friendly sort of, you know, uh, comedy club sort of way, but don't, don't scream invective at me because then I might be, I might be tempted to return it. And then, uh, well, there goes my head. Are you, are you thirsty? Because if you're thirsty, you shouldn't be getting beer. Beer won't really, well, it might, it might, uh, briefly trick your mouth into thinking that water's in there. But it's not water. I mean, it is water. There's a whole lot of water in Mac Adams beer. But there's a whole lot of a bunch of other stuff. A whole lot of 
suspended, milled, fermented oat particles that have been sprouted, that have been malted in such a way that it's slightly sweet, but not in an unpleasant way, in a, in a very soothing way. It's as if uh, molasses has been made uh, slightly less viscous and uh, uh, much, much more palatable. Uh, but in order to do that, I must take a butter knife and wedge it into this little lever right here, which uh, engages the uh, the valve of this spout. Uh, and I need to, I'll, I'll have to leave the bar for a second. Uh, please uh, do not try to take pour the beer yourself. That would be theft, but listen, I'll be back right now. Actually, here I am. Uh, I got the knife right here. There you are. Oh, careful, careful. I know that sometimes when uh, you hand something to somebody, uh, there's that brief terror that you might touch the person's fingertips. And oh, what then? What does that mean? Are you repulsed by human being's touch, or a human being, which um, you should be repulsed by that, but don't be repulsed by a human being's touch. Unless, you know, they're, they just uh, climbed out of a septic tank after scrubbing it down, you should probably ask that person to wash themselves down thoroughly before you shake their hand. Are you worried, perhaps when the fingertips touch, that it'll become too intimate, that you'll be making a trespass upon that person's well, small bubble of privacy, which, granted, you should always be mindful of that. You should ask somebody before you kiss them on the cheek, and even after that, wait to see, wait to hear if they say yes or no, because if they say no, well, then there you have it. Your answer has been questioned, as I said backwards right now. No. We should uh, respect each other's bubbles of privacy. But there are times in which we can't help but uh, intersect our lines of consciousness. There are times in which we can't help but tap each other's fingertips. Sometimes we're swinging our hands while we're walking uh, because human beings are, I guess, slightly imbalanced as they ambulate. And uh, our hands might swing into contact with another person's buttocks. Now, that may or may not be an accident. That's the thing. It's very possible that somebody intended to make it look like an accident. On the other hand, it might very well be an accident. <sighs> Fate is a wretched thing, isn't it? And... and it's wretched for both people. That person who made that contact, they are terrified that they might be thought to be some sort of creepy trespasser, which uh, everybody else, they have no reason to think that they are or are not. The person who has, uh, who has been assaulted, they don't know uh, what that person's intention was. They want to protect themselves. 
but at the same time, they don't want to alienate other people. So what do they do? Usually they remain silent. Usually they remain silent and they either have uh, the feeling of wretchedness within them. For a long time, they, they feel uncertain and suspicious of other people. Or they are making too many allowances for other people. Or they, they never suspect people, even though that person might be taking advantage of them, if they, they might be actually hurting that person. If only we really knew each other. If only we really could see into each other. And I think that on the whole, you can usually intimate that someone is not trying to hurt you. Usually. Uh, now that, of course, there are things, there are times in which I assume that, that someone wasn't trying to hurt somebody else, and, well, it turns out they really were. Ah, I was wrong there. I always assume the best out of people, but, and sometimes I'm wrong about that. Ah, uh, yeah. And then now, after that, I, I tend to assume the worst. There's a man who lives above me who he yells all the time. And it sounds like he's yelling at somebody. Uh, and uh, I've asked him many times through thumps on the wall to uh, please, you know, consider the feelings of his neighbors. Uh, but it never, it never came to anything. The man kept screaming. So one day I went to his apartment, uh, seeing what was the matter, and it turns out the man was in a great deal of pain. He wasn't yelling at anybody. Or at least nobody that anybody else could see. And then I felt wretched. And then I understood that it might have been better if I ignored the person. But would it have been? Did I do the wrong thing? Or did I do what I should have done? Or should have I done more? Should have I just pushed myself into his apartment and said, Listen, let's talk this through, my friend. I am here. You are there. We are two human beings with no umbilicus of understanding between us, but we do have our language. And we shall facilitate this understanding. We shall converge into a into an isthmus of understanding. And it will be the best we can do. Our language is so limiting. I mean, I'm not the first person to say that. It's, it's so limiting that it intrudes our consciousness and sort of conducts its manner. We think with our words, unfortunately. I, th I do think that's an unfortunate thing. Thought should be, uh, well, with form, but without diction, I'd say. Diction, as I said, is very limiting. To have a monologue with yourself, thats it's fine, I think. It's fine to have a monologue with yourself. But I don't know if it'll bring your thoughts into clarity. People often think that it does, that it gives your thoughts form, that it allows you to speak those thoughts. And if that's what you need to do, then speak them. Speak your thoughts out loud. Don't write them down in, a, in an internet journal. Go to a person and speak them.
out loud, you don't have to look that person in the face. I've noticed that uh, that I uh, actually tend not to look people in the face often. And it allows you to speak your mind with that person. I mean, if you if you feel the courage and you feel the emotion building with you, you may look at that person in the face. You don't have to look at them in the eyes. That's that's a that's a whole other level. You might as well be kissing a person if you are looking in the eyes. That's not true at all. I mean, that's how I feel sometimes. I feel as though looking at someone in the eyes is a profoundly intimate thing. I really only look at my wife in the eyes. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I remember I, I looked at a, a, a person in the eyes fairly recently, and I fell into a swoon. And I couldn't think, and I felt as if I was falling. And I don't know what happened. So ever since then, I, I tend to look at people in the nose or like underneath their cheekbones at that weird hollow there, just wondering like where that goes. If there's like a hole there that goes beyond their their teeth and into some sort of uh, interdimensional flesh portal, that if you were to to shrink down and crawl through it, if you were to find some some meadow of of pink flowers, this is why you shouldn't shouldn't do uh, psilocybin mushrooms while you're speaking to somebody. Because their face can take on a uh, an odd aspect. The human face is frightening enough to a sober mind. It is it is something that well it defies uh, defies nature. I'd say it's it's I'd say it's constructed. It is constructed from the very outset of civil civil. Ooh, that's a hard word. Civilization. I think our our civilization has made human beings the way they are. That's that's not an original thought at all, but it's true. A lot of unoriginal thoughts are the uh, are the way of society, are the way of the world. Is it good to be kind and understanding? Yes. Is that at all an original thought or anything profound? Not really. Is uh, is oxygen blue, and therefore its uh, depth and uh, density in the atmosphere cause the sky to be blue? Is that true? Yes. It's also not very interesting, unless you're uh, in a particularly whimsical mind. Reality, I, and this is, um, I didn't come up with this idea. Uh, this is, uh, I was listening to a radio show that was talking about this. But it's still true, even though it is not original. Ah, well. I should, I should, but I am committing plagiarism by going on about it, in a way. Yeah, I'm taking credit for this guy. How is that beer? I, I try to ask every customer that, because I'm forming a poll in which I, I won't, I won't publish the results of this poll. But I'll look at it for myself, and I'll... I'll feel a warmth, or as I said the other week, a warmness. That was the that was the noun that I uh, applied myself to. Uh, hopefully, the beer 
isn't warm itself. It should be a little bit cold. Not refrigerator cold. Not cold as if you'd uh, put it in a Brita pitcher. No, it should be cold like water from the faucet. It should be cold like it's been kept in a cellar. Underground in France. Cold like the proper temperature for red wine. Don't put it in the refrigerator. I chastise my wife. <laughs> that, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? But I, I guess I did. In, in the way you would chastise a friend. Not in, a, not in the you know, 19th century sort of way. Not in the uh, you know, 50s sort of way of you know, that, that ad of a man spanking his wife for making bad coffee. No, I, it was the way you, you tease a friend. Which is exactly what it was. That's what I was doing. I was teasing a friend for putting uh, red wine in a refrigerator, which you shouldn't do. By the way, that's uh, you don't have to. It's it just wastes space in the refrigerator. Ah. you know, in in spite of in spite of my attempts to reclaim that though that phrase, it still came off as highly misogynistic, which is why you must always make checks against what you say. You must always look inward and examine your spoken words. Because there might be an inherent bias within them. I'm sorry, I know you want to be, you would like to be a person of understanding, a person of kindness. And you want to do that without trying, but you really cannot do that without trying. You cannot do that without uh, a near constant self-examination. And it, it isn't that hard. People will make it out to be a, a drag and almost a sort of censorship. But it isn't really that hard at all, I have found. It's, um, it, just, it, it requires a basic understanding, a basic patience with other people. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your, your little cup of... Uh, Mac Adams beer. And I'm sorry that it's so it's such a small amount. I I um I'd like to uh, sell more, but I have to pay this guy quite a bit uh, so that he may uh, stay alive, and I have to charge quite a bit so that I may also stay alive. It's a hard world, you know. I don't have to tell you that. It looks like you you've. Uh, You've got a uh, quite a bit of uh, ardor on your brow. You've got you've. I can see just by the storminess of your of your brows that you are you suffer, and I appreciate that. I I can see that in, in spite of the fact that we don't have an electronic cable linking our consciousnesses. All we have is just all we have is just implication. All, all, all we have is inference. Well, well, there you have it. The testimony of a dove. The, the spoken word of the dove. Sometimes you hear that and you think, at least I'm not that sad. At least they don't call me a mourning person. Some creatures, their existence is... All, all the whole existence is to mourn. Human beings, we kind of have to shape ourselves 
it's it's a pain, but it's um it is freeing. Anyway, oh thank you very much. People have been very good about this, and I, I appreciate it. Um. Anyway, be safe out there, my friend. Be kind to your fellow person, uh, and come back again. And I will see you again next week. This is Jefferson Avenue Way Station to all my friends.